So, Joe, you know I've been, uh, like, really into tea recently, right? Love it. You can't get enough of it. You paint with it. You drink it. I just, I roll around in it at night now. Hey, it makes your skin silky smooth. Damn right. Well, so I've been fighting this cold, right, for, like, a couple of weeks now, trying to f- finally get rid of it. It doesn't help that our weather's been, like, up and down like a yo-yo, so yeah. it doesn't help. Um... But I've been fighting this cold, so I've been drinking more and more. And the more I drink it, the more I'm like, wow, this is, like, really nice. Like, Ben goes down for bed. We get him in the crib. I come out, immediately turn the tea kettle on, get a cup out, put a tea bag oh, in. Yeah. I'm like, I feel good. This is, like, a good routine. A nice cuppa. But I, I'm doing the thing you do whenever you have a new thing, and I'm hyper fixating on it, right? So, like, uh, we were at the store the other day, and I bought... I have like four different kinds of tea in there that I that I have. Yeah. I bought another one. I bought a, a chai tea. I was oh, like, man, man, that sounds it's like a holiday chai tea. I'm like, that sounds delicious. I want some of that. But I also have like I got this pomegranate white tea, which is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Classic mint tea. I'm a big Ooh. like Katie got me this this box of peppermint tea. I love it. Love mint okay. stuff. Uh, and then I have like regular Earl Grey that I'll toss in every now and again. Like, yeah. My rotation is is getting too wide for my tea, so I'm in a in a tea conundrum. A tea conundrum. Now, do you ever do the least loose leaf, or are you just a bag kind of guy? Well, currently I'm just a bag guy. All right, just okay. starting it's out, a just guy. a bag guy. Uh, but I want to get into loose leaf, and I actually like looked at one. We were at a store Christmas shopping maybe a couple of weeks ago. Uh, maybe it was over Thanksgiving. We were at a store Christmas shopping, and I wa- like I saw the loose leaf, and I was like, "Hmm, that sounds good." But like, do I drink enough tea to justify like having loose leaf around? Yeah. Bag tea's no big deal. You just turn on the tea kettle, right. toss in a bag, no big deal. If exactly. you're gonna make the commitment to loose leaf, like you even have to kind of read the instructions and be like, hey, you have to like steep it at this temperature to get the max tea out. And you're like, wow, this is like a lot. I, I love a good loose leaf. I never read the directions. Fair. I just put it in whatever my vessel is and just go and dunk it in and just let it go. Uh, here's a question for you. I got about tea. Hit me. You you soak the bag. Sure. Do you drink your tea with the bag still in it, or do you pull it out? Depends on the tea, and depends on okay. my motivation level. <laughs> Most of the time, like right now, I have that holiday chai tea sitting next to me right now. I'm going to pull the bag out before we kick off the whole podcast. Um, and I actually was thinking about this when I we coming down the stairs to record. I absolutely invented something that already exists, and that is utensils so that you don't have to touch the hot tea bag as you pull it out of your tea. Ah, uh, and what's that? I don't know. I'm sure it exists. I just, I, on my way exists. down, I'm like, there has to be a utensil that grabs a tea bag and drains it, right? Because you have to squeeze the, 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 the extra That was out, my second question. Right? Do you squeeze, do you squeeze the bag? You gotta squeeze the bag. Come on. <laughs> what is this, amateur hour? You gotta squeeze the bag. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez. With me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joseph. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. I'm good. I'm good. I I didn't go to work today, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Happy New Year. Thank you. It's, It's like Merry Christmas all over again. Yeah, happy birthday. It was nice. We uh we had some family stuff uh happen over the last week or so. So yeah. it's actually been a, a tough week. Like last week I was working and watching Ben uh for the yeah. first few days. 
and then uh and then today uh i did a little bit of solo parenting too um okay. so it's been a it's been a while but the weekend overall was relaxing it was pretty nice i finished okay. a video game which was fun that's good i hardly ever do that so that was that yeah. was a good time like actually finishing one that's good we uh we haven't talked in a week we didn't do a dad talks because thursday rolled around and i was like good lord i'm beat i'm beat to hell i tell you what the people on the other end might not might not appreciate this but the mental capacity it takes to sit down and just come up with something semi-entertaining and and <laughs> record it is hard it's, it's like hard. i don't I, it's hard and sometimes after yeah. a long day of work and family stuff you're like oh yeah i also have to come up with an idea to talk about to these people and i don't know what i'm gonna do yeah yeah it is it's it's been a long while yet last week was a long week for both of us i yeah, texted you and i was like jared i've had no family time i was like i and i'm just dead inside i'm telling so. you <laughs> it was hard it was i mean difficult so but we're here we're back we've made it it's we're a new here. week joe how was your monday hit me monday it was a monday again yeah still a monday everything every every day of my work week is just a monday it doesn't matter what day it is are you guys uh, like is your work getting crazy charging to like the end of the year or does that not really affect you at all um so because we're like retail um october through january is our busy time because yeah. you got halloween which is huge for pet retail and then you got People you know, just thanks- buying them Halloween costumes for their yeah. pets, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, and then you get Thanksgiving and uh, like the Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals, mm-hmm. and then you go into holiday, which is like you know the biggest time for pet retail. Oh yeah, you got grooming, you get you know treats and toys and more costumes. So it's crazy. Um, we it, it's just wild. There's just a lot going on, a lot of system things going on. Supply chain all over the world is is bananas. Yeah, it's messed up, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, I saw yesterday that Jack White of the White Stripes, of course, you know that Jack White, that Jack White uh, of Detroit fame, of Detroit. Uh, he just announced his new tour that's going to be going on across the United States. Oh, uh, and he's calling it the Supply Chain Issues Tour, and I thought that was great. <laughs> that's that's clever. That's clever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Monday was good. The weekend was good. Uh. Friday, my mom was watching Cora. Nice. So we went out to dinner, and we went to um, America's Grill, Applebee's. Oh, you know. You, <laughs> hold on, you willingly chose to go to an Applebee's? We did. My mom lives in Adrian, which is about twenty minutes away. And Kayla yeah. woke up that morning and said, "I need spinach artichoke dip." Wow. And uh, man, pregnancy will like, do crazy things to you. <laughs> I was Driving like, "All right, well, Applebee's." Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, let's uh, let's see what's in Adrian that we can get. And I was like, there's this really good burger joint. Let's check there. No spinach artichoke dip. Mm. I said, all right, well, how about this, you know, pretty slick pizza place that's like pizza buffet, but also really nice, um, not CC's. Uh, Aubrey's. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you you uh, uh, qualified that. Is it Pizza yeah. Hut? <laughs> not Pizza Hut. It's Aubrey's. <laughs> And uh, I was like, maybe they got it. They didn't have it. And I said, well, Applebee's definitely has it. Yeah. So we went to Applebee's. And um, while we were there, one of Kayla's old bosses was there. Oh. And they came up and said hi to us. And we ate our dinner, whatever. And she paid for our meals. She paid for our whole evening. Wow. Yeah. Love it so when that was that very happens. cool of her. Um, I, was, I was pretty stoked about it. I was like, that's really neat. Um, 
And then Saturday was the windiest day I've ever seen in a it long was time. nuts here oh man for people that don't live in like southeast michigan or i think michigan in general uh yeah. well and i guess we should probably probably sh- mention like kentucky was devastated kentucky, yeah huge late season tornadoes like just insane massive tornadoes um but here in michigan we would it didn't get as bad as tornadoes but we were getting 50 mile an hour wind gusts yeah it was crazy so like Saturday morning, I get up and there's just like branches flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, this is it. Now's the time to bring the patio furniture in. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I brought in my patio furniture, uh, like the table, the umbrella, everything, just brought it all into the shop. Um, and then Saturday evening was Cora's daycare, the, the woman that runs the daycare. Mm-hmm. She was getting married. Oh, so yes. she had her wedding and she wanted all of her daycare kids there. Boy, howdy. Before you launch into the wedding story, because I need to hear that in detail, but this woman must love what she does. Oh, yeah. Like, to doing daycare as, like, a career because you enjoy the career and you enjoy kids is one thing, but loving them so much, you're like, I need my daycare kids at my wedding. Like, kids are monsters. My grandma ran a daycare for, like, 10 years, and I remember, like, when I was old enough, probably like 13, 14, to like actually see what little kids are like. I was like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like, get them uh, out of here. It's wild. So we uh we show up there and I d- I didn't know what to expect. And yeah. there was like twenty-five kids like in the ceremony. Like and she made these bags. In the ceremony? Yeah, like just like sitting down and she made these like these bags that were filled with a couple suckers and a couple activities like coloring activities. And, uh, they were all quiet the whole ceremony. Wow. Uh, it wasn't very long. It was maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Best wedding ceremonies. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes. You hear that Kevin? Yeah. 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. Hey, if you can knock it out in 10. Oh yeah. Big, which big good. We, we can. I mean, I'm doing the ceremony. I'm officiating Kevin's That's wedding. That's true. We'll knock this thing out. Uh, just kidding. Whatever Kevin and Annie want. Thank you. Uh, but uh, for legal reasons, this is a joke. <laughs> so the ceremony happened, and uh, and then it was like cocktail hour. Yeah. And they're just like six-year-old, seven-year-old boys, just like sprinting through like the whole place, which isn't very big. And it's just like there's kids being loud and rambunctious. Then we sit down for dinner, and. Uh, Core is doing pretty well. We have to pull out the phone a couple times, but yeah. I mean, we're, we're sitting in a corner that's got like an open space behind us. So she's just kind of running in circles, like in this open space, getting her kid energy out. Just, yeah. Yeah. We're eating dinner and then like the music and dancing starts to happen. And Cora just cuts a rug for like an oh, yeah. hour and a half, just like nonstop. And her cutting a rug, her dancing is just running in a circle, bopping up and down and like throwing her hands in the air. That's hilarious. And for literally 45 minutes straight, she just ran in a circle to like the point where like before we left, she just kept falling down because she was so dizzy, <laughs> but she would not leave. But the she dance can't floor. stop, right? She can't stop it. Can't stop it. So we like Kayla kind of like corralled all of our stuff. And I was like, okay, you know, it's getting down to it. it's nine o'clock. Like we got to get out of here soon. Yeah. They did. They finally hit a slow dance and Kayla's like, all right, I got everything ready. And I grab Cora and we get all the stuff and Cora starts wailing and like kicking and flailing and screaming. Oh, no. and getting. 
I was like, all right, we got to go. And we just like ran out the door. And uh, then she basically passed out. We got home. She danced herself so hard to sleep. That's the best, um, though. When they get all the energy yeah. out and they're just like done. It was great. Like she was really boogie into Brass Monkey. Like just really digging it. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't around. boogie to Brass Monkey? Right. And then Sunday we got up, took Kayla or took Cora to Kayla's mom's, and then we went to see our friends Drew and Kara and a couple of our other buddies and had like a nice Christmas brunch. Nice. Um, kind of. I mean, out. not the brunch part, but the rest of it, sure. I <laughs> uh, just kind of hung out, had had some nice, uh, I guess, uh, a nice meal and just some good company, and then came home yesterday and just hung out, and that was kind of it. Seems pretty nice. Yeah. Seems not pretty nice. Bad, not too bad of a weekend. How was yours? It was okay. It was okay. We'll talk about some big things that happened later yeah. in the episode. Uh, but like yesterday was was relaxing. We did all of our like grocery shopping and stuff on sa- Saturday this week. We were like, yeah, we're just gonna knock it out. Yeah. Um. So we didn't really have much to do yesterday. So we just kind of hung out, watched a lot of Succession. Uh, really oh. trying to get. It's hard with hour long episodes. Right? Yeah, and not only is are they hour long episodes, you have to pay attention. You have to listen yeah. and pay attention. And when you have a one year old running around and being like a crazy kid in front of you, it's really hard to pay attention to a TV show totally. and also watch your child. Um, so it's been it's been tough, but we've been tra- we've been plowing our way through. I think we're like halfway through season two right now. So oh good. Who's your favorite character? Mm. We're gonna decide tangent on succession. Who's your favorite character? Favorite character. Yeah. Mine's Greg because it's yeah, got to be. I was gonna say dumb Greg. Uh, I have <laughs> Tom is growing on me. Tom is um a very likable dick. He's like, he's an asshole, but he hides it so well, and it's very he just good. Try, he tries so hard, but he's also very sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like the whole him and Shiv stuff. It's yeah, just like, I think so. I'll just since we're both halfway through season two and they just yeah. finished season three. So we have, we're like halfway through what they have released right now. Okay. Uh, here's my speculation and everyone who's watched this can laugh at my speculation or um, I think two things. One, it's Shiv's world and we're all living in it. Yeah. And two, I think her dad is stringing her along and is not ever going to give up power. I think that's the piece. I think it's that to um I think he's stringing her along to push Kendall. Ooh, that's like, a good, that's a I don't know if Kendall's involved anymore. I just I I have no idea. We literally so like I I just finished episode 4 of season 2. So did I. Uh, so did I. So So we're in the same spot. We're in the same boat and I literally yeah, we, know nothing past that. I it seems to me like they make Logan Roy to be such an a-hole all the time, yeah. but he truly does like care about Kendall. And I thought about this a couple of times. Like he's made a few comments of like, just make sure Kendall doesn't die or like make sure Kendall yeah. makes it through. Right. And it's more than just like PR stuff. I think he actually does care about Kendall. Right. Uh, so, but I just don't know if he's in the plans for CEO. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Well, that that's our small succession tangent. We'll uh we'll do a succession podcast too. Yeah, we have to. We have to <laughs> do a whole dad talk about succession. Right. So so what else did you do this weekend? You binged that. 
I uh, so I beat Metroid Dread on my Switch, which is a very oh good game. okay. How was it? It's good. Uh, it's yeah. difficult. Uh, there yeah. are points, but uh, but it's good. Not too long. I I think I beat it in twelve hours, like twelve game oh, hours. Okay. So nice. I have realized, and I knew this going in, but like the Switch is the absolute perfect dad game yes. machine. Oh my god, yes. Like. I was playing games on my phone for a while. The the old file the old Final Fantasy games got remastered and put yeah. out again. And I was playing them on my phone. I was like, wow, I really like this. Like I can spend time with Katie and still be playing like on my phone. I can you know, yeah. like Ben's down for a nap. I don't have to go downstairs, log on to my computer, put my headphones on, get into a game, anything like that. Boom. Yeah. Toss the switch on, start playing my switch, right? Like I Great. it is the ultimate, ultimate dad gamer machine. It, it's very good. I think Nintendo is very good at handheld devices, mm-hmm. and I think they need to stick with that because whatever comes after the Switch, I don't think is going to be as successful. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see. The handheld devices so are good. super good, but I think they still like they still have GameCube they can lean on and like look, we did yeah. GameCube really well. They did. I mean, they, the Wii was great when it came out. The Wii yeah. U, not so much. Well, the but, Wii U uh, was that first like venture into handheld and console, right? Yeah. And then the Switch was just the evolution on that. Yeah. So I uh, I do love my Switch. I just ha- I have just the handheld one. Mine oh, the Switch Lite. Yeah, I have the Lite. So uh, I've been playing Pokemon on it, which is great. I uh, well, my brother ruined this, but I'm getting that for Christmas. So it's actually perfect. It's sitting in an Amazon bag behind me. I'm just being a a good. <laughs> A good steward and waiting until Christmas to open it. Did so. you get pearl or diamond? Do you I know? don't know. That's the <gasps> I one mystery. Diamond. I don't know. Well, you have diamond, but I think so. In our in our nerd tr- uh, triforce, I think Kevin has the other or is getting the Kevin's other one. Kevin's got diamond too. Oh, yeah. So, so we better you, hope it's pearl. Better hope it's pearl. We need you. We got to complete that dex. I can always I can always uh, swap it out and and no matter what it is, return it and get a get another one. There you go perfect um but yeah anything so else what else i that was really about it it's been um well so i should say katie's grandma died last week i don't right. know if we talked about it on on the podcast last I, week or not yeah i think we mentioned it last um, week. so it's been a tough week of uh over the week i was uh working and watching ben monday tuesday wednesday katie had two uh thursday friday and today off uh so we both took today off but uh it's been a, a little bouncing around just doing doing a lot of dad stuff uh really yeah. just like trying to watch ben as much as possible uh so that katie can have her time and things like that and then um just for both of us like spending time together katie's friend margie came down and hung out with us uh okay. sat- saturday morning so that was fun nice. um so yeah all in all not too bad good that's good um uh, well katie every oh sorry real quick i was gonna say katie yeah. every once in a while posts pictures of the three of you that you must have had done yeah yeah we, uh, we did a lot of professional phot- photographs over they, the last like, three months they're very good but then that was my second question I was like my god how many times do you guys go get your pictures taken because it feels like there's just new ones all the time they're well, all very good and you're all very beautiful thank you thank you uh joe i don't know if you know this i hate getting my picture taken <laughs> And there's nothing I hate more than a scheduled organized photo session. That yeah. It is the least favorite of my things that I have to do. Um, nah, dang. And here's something you should know about my wife. She absolutely loves pictures. 
and oh, picture yeah? taking and taking pictures of people and getting her picture taken and having sessions and doing cool picture photo things. And I hate it. <laughs> so we do as many as she wants because that's how Perfect. life works. Yeah. No, it's great. You always look great in them. And this year, I, I should one small one small grievance on my on my little soapbox here. So Katie's mom uh hired our family friend L to take our pictures yeah. for uh for the her Christmas card, Katie's mom's Christmas card. Right. And they said the dress code was black or gray. And I was like, great. I wore a gray yeah. pullover and jeans, everyone wore jeans. And then I get there. And I'm the only one wearing gray. <laughs> Everyone else wore black. Everyone else wore black, except for my nephew, Sam. So you look at this picture, and everyone's in a black shirt, except for me and my, and my nephew, Sam. That's it. That's what Did Katie not guide you? She's just like, yeah, black or gray, black or gray, black or gray. And then I get there, and I know. Here's the thing. Here's the number one thing, Joe. I know that she knew exactly what everybody else was wearing. Like, it's one of those things where she talks to her mom and her sister enough. I know that she knew what everyone else was wearing, and she kept sticking to the story that it was black or gray, and yet I'm the only one in gray in that picture. Uh, well, dang. I got I'm left sure out you to dry. You, st- you stand out in it. That's a good point. Good point, yeah. but I mean, left out to dry, Joe. Ah, dang. Next time. Next we time we're black. Oh, uh, well, Joe, what do you say we uh we keep this thing marching along? Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about Grayson real quick. I want to hear about Grayson real this quick. This new child. Pretty soon we are going to do a full-on Kayla birth plan episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kayla is 36 weeks officially yesterday. So wow. we're out of the preemie phase. Now it's like he's just packing on pounds. Good for him. Uh, I mean, aren't we yeah. all? It's that time of year, Joe. We, exactly. We're hunkering down. We're getting ready for hibernation. Everybody's ready for uh, it. We went and had an ultrasound on Friday because... Oh, that's right. A late ultrasound. Yeah. The doctor wanted uh, Kayla to, to have it after COVID just to make sure things looked right. And they thought that he was growing fine, but at a few weeks ago, they said, just keep it because we want to make sure he's flipped correctly. The OB was like, I don't know if he's flipped. Yeah. Um, so we went to the ultrasound, and usually you see your 20-week ultrasound, and that's kind of it. That's the last time you see your child. Yeah, and they're like a little bit bigger than like a, I don't know, some sort of fruit that an app like can't yeah. aptly describe. This child is a full-grown baby. Oh, my God. the ultrasound was bananas. They measured him at, like, 6 pounds, 10 ounces. And Cora was born at, like, 6 pounds, 15 ounces. Dang. (laughs) Like, he's a big boy. Large. Uh, Yeah, and you could see him at part of it. Like, he was pursing his lips, like, doing pouty lips. (laughs) Doing the duck lips for his pictures. And, like, you could see him, like, go, like, put him out, and then he'd bring him back in and, like, put him out and bring him back in. That's insane. And, like, his, you could see him taking breaths. Like, you could see his chest moving up and down. He was moving his hands all around. Like, you could see him. And then, like, he was, like, kicking the ultrasound person, and it was wild. It it is absolutely bananas to see a 30, almost 36-week-old in an ultrasound. So crazy. And she was, like, you know, pulling the wand around, and she's like, oh. Yeah, that's a boy. That's definitely a boy. 
this probably won't be good content for anyone who's never seen like an in-person ultrasound before but when you look at your ultrasound at the 20 week mark right like yeah they're like they got stuff right they got a head yeah. arms legs and you're looking you're like cool but they don't really do a lot they're kind of still just yeah. a picture on a screen and you're like okay and you know that they move because they kick mom and stuff like that but they're just a picture on the screen to be able to see like what what an actual baby looks like but inside yeah. of a human must be absolutely mind-blowing like mind-blowing so that crazy. he's like doing all baby things right moving his hands and his arms and his and his, yeah. and his like legs and stuff like that and and you get to watch that when he's still inside mom that's nuts it was so wild uh and you know insurance doesn't pay for it so we're gonna have to pay for that well, and uh but is it worth it not particularly but it was pretty cool to but you see. got to enjoy it while you had it yeah, and it was it was really like I just smiled the whole time because like he was playing with his hands, like he had him above his head, like you know rubbing his head and like doing the hiccuping and breathing and like it was just bananas, so wild. That's insane. Yeah, but we're coming down to it. Four more weeks. Yeah, we'll it's crazy. We're uh, we're at the point where like you got to be on call all the time. Yeah, I mean my bag's ready. Uh, Kayla's bag's ready. She went to her appointment today. Um. And the doctor checked her, and she's not dilated yet. Okay, so that's um, good. Yeah, she said his head isn't in the cervix yet. It's kind of sitting on Kayla's hip, which is uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah, imagine a six-pound <laughs> weight on your hip. That sounds like yeah. it sucks. It sounds terrible. So, uh, But, yeah, we're getting to it. And then, like I said, pretty soon we'll have Kayla on to talk all about her her plans and what I could do better this time around. Can't wait. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it'll be an exciting few months. And Kayla told me the other day, she said, you know what? I'm cool with you doing recordings and sound bites while we're like on the way to the hospital, while we're in the hospital. Yes, yes. Good content coming. We're going to live stream the whole thing. I want want an Instagram takeover all the way up to the moment. All the way up to the moment. (laughs) We'll see. I'll try. Kayla's grabbing like the back of your neck. I want a video of it. Of right. here we are. Kayla's about to kill me. You just see the the camera or the phone be taken, then just like whipped across the room, <laughs> and then the phone shatters in a thousand pieces. It's gonna be great. Um, it's gonna be very good. So that's that's the Grayson update. I can't wait. I'm very excited. I for selfishly, I'm excited to hear about how it differed from your first time because I yeah. want to like go into that experience having some like hey this is what it's going to be like right mm-hmm. uh so i'm excited for that uh but it's always good content birth's always good content some of our best always episodes come out of birth right <laughs> exactly two of them exactly two of them you're <laughs> damn right yeah so uh we'll get there i can't wait yeah well joe let's talk about a little something that happens far after birth far after birth so let me take on a little journey <laughs> and we'll go back to the newborn phase yeah the newborn phase there was katie and i saw it was probably a tiktok uh of somebody or a twitter clip or something somebody's like hey if you think the new newborn phase is hard you've clearly never had a toddler katie and i at yeah. the time were offended by that we're like that's not fair like every stage is hard everybody you know every phase is hard for that person and now we look back and we're like what idiots we were 
the new totally. like the newborn phase is phenomenal they just sit in their rocker or in your arms and you can watch tv and they don't really like yeah. unless they're colicky i understand that like if they're right. if they're really bad but like for the most part they just kind of sleep and eat and sleep and eat and poop yeah right and poop and and the poop's not even that bad i'm gonna tell you right no. now it's not that bad it doesn't even stink yet yeah and I look back on that time very fondly because I could watch TV and I could do things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I'm getting that much more sleep now. So it's not like I'm missing, I'm gaining that much. But right. As time has gone on, my son has turned into a boy, like an actual boy. Yeah. Uh, like a destructive stylish boy. That's, that's true. But like a destructo 5,000. <laughs> And he has to be in everything. Yeah. Like he can open drawers now and he oh, know man. like he can open drawers. He can pull things out. He can pull things off the counter. We have to move everything back off the counter so he doesn't pull things down on himself. Right. We like he and we talked a little bit about this uh maybe last week, maybe the week before, but as he's evolved, uh he has become increasingly more dangerous. Yeah. Like I spend 90% of my like watching him just making sure he doesn't do something dangerous, like run his head into a coffee table or like (laughs) pull something down on himself or, you know, like drop something or whatever it might be. Uh, And he doesn't quite understand. And he has to learn this, right. But he doesn't quite understand like what danger is yet. So like one thing we do, uh, we put pumped breast milk into, into the bath because it's supposed to be good for the skin stuff like that. Uh, so when the container is empty, he, I always rinse it out under the bath and throw the rest in. And he's watched me do that. And he takes a container and tries to do it, but he's just not quite tall enough to reach it. So he yeah. like balances on the tub to reach over and fill this thing. And he's almost fallen in like three times while the bathtub's filling up. Right. And he just doesn't like, he hasn't quite learned that, Oh, I can't do that or else I'll fall in. Uh, yeah. So like 90% of my day is just making sure this child doesn't kill themselves. Uh, and then something happened on Saturday and Joe, I'm not sure if I'll ever be okay again. Yeah. Uh, so the best way to say it is Ben got hurt. Um, and so I was, I made a bagel. Ben's walking around. Uh, I made a bagel. I pull a butter knife out of the drawer to put cream cheese on the bagel. Well, right. The knife, there's like a lip between our drawer and the, like the countertop, right? Yeah. It bounces off the lip and falls on the floor. But Ben was standing underneath me and the butter knife hit his toe. Oof. And like, I don't know if you know this, but children are very small. Yeah. Their extremities are also very small. They are. And butter knives are heavy. Yeah. And at first I thought it just hit his toe. Right, which happen mm-hmm. things like that happen all the time, which we'll talk about like little hurts versus big hurts, but like yeah. stuff bouncing off your foot and things like that, that that happens all the time. Well, so I picked him. He starts crying. He didn't cry immediately. He starts crying, and I was oh, I picked him up, and then he's like pulling his foot back away from me, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And I was like, maybe he maybe it hit his toe and it hurt him. And I look, and my hands covered in blood. Oh, I was like, oh my god. 
the worst part is Katie was not home. Katie was out oh, shopping ooh. with Margie and I called her. I'm like, I need you home immediately. Like I can't even look at the, it, like he's not like sitting still enough for me to look at the toe, to be able to see what's bleeding, where it's bleeding, what right. it's doing. Right. I like, I call Katie. I'm like, I need you home immediately. Uh, and I put a rag on his toe and I hold it and I sit down. I'm like, he's, he actually didn't cry very long. Like he's okay. mainly just annoyed that I'm holding onto his foot. Right. Cause he's right. A, a toddler and hates when you restrict his access to anything. Yeah. Um, he's just annoyed that I'm holding onto his foot and I'm holding onto it, holding onto it, holding onto it. And eventually I pull it back and there's a really big cut, like right from Ooh. the middle of his toenail over to the side of his foot. I was yeah. like, Oh my God, what? Like, and now everything's running through my brain. I'm freaking out. Like Joe, honestly, right panicking panicking more than i think i've ever panicked in my life like do we have to go to the hospital do, what like how deep is this cut i can't even really yeah. see it like i don't want to mess with it like what if it's really bad all this stuff uh but luckily i it start it stopped bleeding fairly quickly like it bled okay. a lot but it stopped bleeding really quickly um and i was able to look it's not as bad as i thought it's not that deep uh but joe the feeling that like the amount of emotions that i felt in that five minute stretch of his yeah. toe, like of the knife falling and his toe bleeding everything like that until it stopped bleeding like can only be described as sheer and utter panic because yeah. like your whole life your whole job as a parent is to make sure that these kids don't get hurt and i've said this like six times like if he pulled the knife down on himself it wouldn't have been as bad right like even if the same injury happened, all this stuff, if he had reached up and then in the, the, it was a butter knife, right? So it's not even like yeah. a, a big, it was a butter knife. If he reached up, knocked it off the counter and this happened, it would be freaky and, and scary, but right. not nearly as bad. But the fact that like it fell out of my hands and hit his toe is yeah. awful. Like you feel so like I, I just felt so much failure right like oh my god i'm a dad i'm supposed to like take care of these kids make sure nothing happens to them right like and here i am dropping a knife right. in his toe right and it, it just like absolute sheer panic uh and and heartbreak and all this stuff happened in like a, a five minute stretch of time and i, I like yeah. i didn't go in the kitchen for like two hours katie came home and her and marty were were like obviously ben was okay by that point his toe like yeah. and stuff we put a band-aid on it. it was all it was all fine um I didn't go in the kitchen. I couldn't, I couldn't walk over really? there. Like it, it was, it was absolutely nuts. I, it is no, it's not an exaggeration to say I literally traumatized myself this weekend. Like pulling yeah. things out of a drawer right now, I have to make sure Ben's not in right. the kitchen. Yeah. Not no, even near terrifying. me because like, I didn't know he was behind me when it happened. That was the scariest part is I thought he was playing like over by the table or in the living room or something like that. I didn't know he was right. behind me. And then they're like little ninjas. They literally are. They're the loudest and quietest people that have ever <laughs> existed in, in the world. That's that's awful. That's super scary. So, like, especially like the bleeding part, because like butter knives aren't. They're sharp. not sharp. That was the thing that got me. Is like I thought, oh, it like, and here's the other thing. Our knives are set up that like there's a really heavy handle and then the like what you would call like the blade right but it's this dull piece the blade of it is super right. light so I thought if it was gonna fall it'd fall with the heavy part down and it would hit his toe and just hit the heavy part right right uh I honestly couldn't even tell you how it happened like 
I just heard it yeah. clatter on the ground and then like a three second pause and then Ben started crying. Right. And I was like, that's it's just super, super weird. Yeah. No, that's uh that's very scary. Um, how is he now? Is he like honestly you couldn't or even anything? tell? Couldn't even tell. Really? Well, that's it, good. At least he bounced back. <laughs> uh Joe this was like traumatizing to one person and one person alone. It was me. Like Ben didn't even notice. Oh, totally. Didn't even know uh, so much so that, so like what happens when you cut your toenail, half his toenail came off, right? Uh, right. Like later the next day, he was trying to pull it off himself. He's like, yeah, I'll just really? pull this off. Whatever. Yeah. Just rip it off. Uh, I'll just no, rip it off. It's like that. So he, he is not at all affected. Uh, so that, that is the good thing. So it led me into this whole topic of wanting to yeah. talk about like, what do you do when your kid gets hurt? Yeah, it's a that's a hard thing to to kind of experience, you know, is is their first major I guess injury. Injury, right? yeah. I, I, I'm assuming this is the first one for Ben. Yeah. yeah. I think I it, I'm curious too. That's one thing. I'm looking I'm glad you're having a boy and a girl cuz I can't wait to compare and contrast like yeah the baby phases of it and maybe there'll be nothing different right uh but ben i think is way more rambunctious than cora ever ever was oh yeah right yeah and so i'm so curious to hear if like is that a ben thing is it a boy girl thing is it a uh some i'm excited for that experiment for you but like all of his bumps and bruises like he'll stand up on the couch and be dangerous and then fall off. Right. Like something like that, like nothing too big. Uh, but this was like his first big, big injury. Yeah. So has he like bled before, which is a weird thing. Like, no, it's a great question. Cause I don't think so. I don't think he like has gotten cut to a point of bleeding. Okay. He has scraped his knuckles and stuff, which I guess have had like a little blood, but I mean, that's not right. He fell down on the ground and got a little scrape in his hand. Like that's not nothing like you're gonna freak out about. Right. Um it's it sucks. Like the first time they really like bleed. Yeah. It's like it's a little scary. I mean, it's all scary. Raising a human is scary and everything that happens to them is scary. But like that first bleed is like, oh shit. Like <laughs> it that was the first thing that came to my mind too, is like not that let me rephrase that one of the millions of things that came to my mind during right. that moment but like this is your your job is to is to make this not happen right yeah. and raising a human in general is hard and this part is extra triple double hard right so totally. it's just difficult all over um the other thing i noticed well actually before i go into that what yeah. was cora's first injury what was the first time she like got injured not hurt so the first big time injured not hurt or, or like like not just hurt but injured oh okay okay i got you got you um that's a little football first... thing i threw at you there because <laughs> are you hurt or are you injured right the first big time i can remember is um i don't think she was walking yet um, I think she was crawling and pulling herself up or very close to walking. Um, and we had just a regular baby gate on the steps. Mm-hmm. And I was down here painting something and I just heard a crash and she hit like the bottom floor. Uh, she pulled herself up on the gate and rocked it enough that she came all the way down the steps. 
and that's that's terrifying so like i heard the first crash and like a scream and i ran over to the steps and i caught like her like three quarters of the way down kind of like stopped but then kept going oh yeah um and we have a little piece of carpet at the bottom otherwise it's all basically cement and tile and she hit it and cried and i just like freaked out like sweaty hot like Mm -hmm. you know like shit like i should have been watching her what was going on like everything runs through your head and uh and you know she screamed and wailed and cried and i picked her up and looked her over and you know after a little bit she was totally fine like nothing was bloody nothing was broken um it was just more scary than anything i guess but that was like so she wasn't really injured by it i'm sure she had like a bruise but it was probably the first moment that made me fear like oh i would 100 percent. i'd 100 percent qualify that that sounds terrifying Yeah, and then, you know, there's there was another moment pretty recently where I can't remember what she did, but she fell and, like, almost bit through her lip. And, oh, like, man. And, her mouth is all bloody and, like, gather. Like, oh, I remember. You guys were at the Splash Park, right? Oh, yes. I remember, yes. I remember you telling me that story. And of course, at the time, yeah. it didn't even reckon, you know it didn't even register with me because that something like that hadn't happened to me yet. So I couldn't like put that together, but a bigger kid ran into her at the splash park and she landed like on the cement on her face and like bit through her lip almost. Oh yeah. So things like that are terrifying because then you, you also can't control the environment. No, like, yeah, we can't control those other kids that ran into her, but yeah. So I would say the first time though, she was definitely younger than Ben. Um, when she tumbled down the stairs man i i can't believe it's now something like this has like i can't believe it's taking this long for him to actually like get his first hurt hurt like his big injury because the kid runs into everything sprints full speed (laughs) like he's got the kid's got one speed and it's full like right um but the one thing i noticed too i know the way I was when I was a kid, the way Ben is now, like they're going to know us probably by name at the ER. Like it's right. just how it's going to, it's just how it's going to go. Ben's going to break like five bones and that's just kind of how it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, but I was the same way growing up. And I think back like the difference between uh, the last time I really got like a deep cut that I had to like contemplate getting stitches. I was opening a, a package uh, like a, one of the plastic ones, right? And I was yeah. using scissors, but those package things like don't cut with scissors, right? You have to like no, finagle them and rip them yeah. apart. And I was, I had the scissors actually closed. I was trying to like pry it open, and yeah. I'm an idiot. And I was prying <laughs> it towards myself, and it skipped off the plastic and went into my hand. Yeah. And I, I actually have a scar. You probably can't see it on camera, but I, I, I have a scar here, um, mm. from it, and. At the time, I very rationally was like, oh, that's a deep cut. Do I need stitches or do I need like because I was yeah. like 17 or something like that, like way too old to be to be doing this. Um, yeah. And my mind went to that when Ben cut his toe because like. How deep was it? Like, right. Where? How deep is this cut? How deep you have to think about all that? 
and everything is 14 sizes smaller than what you are right so like your too deep is not even near their too deep you have no idea what too deep for them is or like all this stuff and and it's it's just so so different seeing like I'm so used to injuring myself seeing that happen to like Ben was the most craziest thing in the world because I was like, if this was me and I cut my toe, like say an actual knife, like cut my toe or something like that. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Like, do I, do I really need to go? If it stops bleeding, I'll be fine. Right. Like, right. And this was just a thousand times worse. It is. It, it, yeah, that sounds terrible. That sounds, and it sucks that you were there by yourself. Like that's probably the most like, yeah scary part of it because like i would panic i'd be like i need somebody here i need my mom where's my mom the first (laughs) first instinct is like what do i can't do this by myself what am i doing yeah yeah oof well that's that's scary but glad he's uh walking on when uh my so this is a side story my nephew that's a great mug by the way thank you Uh, somebody great got it for me (laughs) thank you i am great for those that uh, actually i don't even know if we'll post this video but uh, I'm drinking a, out of a cat dad mug that Joe got me for Christmas. So, yeah, it's a great mug. It is a great mug. Yeah. Uh, but my nephew, one of my nephews, Miggy, when he was, I can't remember if he was one or if he was two, he was on just a recliner and he jumped off the recliner, like, I don't know, two feet off the air or off the floor. Mm hmm. Uh, landed on his leg the wrong way and broke his the thigh bone. What's the thigh bone? Ooh, uh, is it fibia, tibia? One fibia? of those. Two. Yeah, yeah. So he was in a cast like up for all the way up his leg. Uh, Ow. Yeah, and he's like two years old. Since we're like, talking, since we're talking about early injuries. <laughs> oh God, that that's awful. So yeah. I'm gonna round this out back into like from a parent perspective this is probably going to be one of the hardest parts is watching your kids get hurt and i'd never realized that up until now because most of the time he'll run into things or he'll bonk his head or fall down you're like oh are you okay you pick him up you pat his back he's okay right actually getting hurt is going to be 1000 percent terrifying and i think back my little brother when he was about 10 or 12 fell okay. off a ski lift really yeah broke both legs and in one arm oh my god yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah uh and if you knew my little brother this would not be surprised not the okay i should qualify i have three little brothers and he was he's the littlest of my little brothers okay um and if you knew him at all you would not be surprised by this statement at all because he's a wild child and a daredevil um but like half of me thinks he jumped off the chairlift. That's a whole different story. Uh, <laughs> but I think like in that moment, you're going to the hospital. Like he has to have surgery on his legs and get screws put in and like yeah. all this stuff. And you just never expect anything like that to happen. And then suddenly everything is different. Right. I don't know how I'm going to do it, Joe. I don't know how I'm going to make it through being a dad. I just don't like how, and it doesn't how, get any easier. No. Like it, every time it happens, it sucks. Cora, we were down here one time, and Cora was on the couch, and I said, like, sit down. And she's jumping, singing, no more monkeys jumping on the bed, like a ding-dong. And then one fell off, right? And then she bit it. 
like mm-hmm. right on the floor. And thankfully, again, we have a play mat right there and just landed face on the floor. And I was like, ugh. And then that whole thing happens. Like you get stressed, you get hot, like yeah. anxious. Every time. Every time. Every time. Kids, they're going to kill us. And it, it is, it's absolutely nuts to me um, that we have to teach our children how to drive one day. I'm not ready. Ben is a year old, a year and a half old, and I am not ready for in 13, 14 years to teach him how to drive. I'm just not. 13 years. That's that's it. 13 13 years. years. Yeah. Uh, Cora's going to be driving in two two years and and eight months. 12 years. Two two years. I was going to say, God, I hope it's not two years. (laughs) Yikes, a Rooney. I'm not ready, Joe. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this part of parenting. It's going, no, I mean, it's here, it's here already, right? There's nothing I can do yeah. about it, but like, uh, and I, I used to make fun of my mom, uh, back when, so I wrestled all throughout high school, right? Yeah. Uh, and a big thing about wrestling is throwing people, literally tossing them. Yeah. Uh, and I used to like, my mom said she used to cringe at every single wrestling match I had. I, I wrestled for seven years for like right. six months, a year, seven years. You can't cringe at every single time like that happens. That, that happens all the time. Yeah. But now, like, having gone through a, a pretty stressful event like that, I'm like, oh, I get it. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, I understand that. Like that, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at that. You, you made it through, and it, like I said, it doesn't get any easier. It's no. not going to help you at all. Next time he gets hurt, it's going to suck just as much. How many times do we record these podcasts and we have these topics? We're like, hey, it's a big thing. It's a big life event. Uh, how you get through it is you just get through it. <laughs> you just like go. Everything. You just go. There's no there's no perfect. I, could, I can't tell you how to how to be how to be better about it, because like you right. can't you can't. There's nothing you can do. Your kids are going to get hurt. I'm sorry. Yeah, they are. They're going to get hurt. You can't keep them in a bubble Mm-mm. like. You just it, just like how when we talked about them getting sick, like yeah. they're gonna get sick because they have to get sick because their body needs it. Like, I think you know, kids they need to learn boundaries and like depth perception. <laughs> depth perception is a big one. <laughs> I actually watched uh, so Montessori like teachings. Have you like the Montessori schools and stuff like that? Have you heard about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's basically like. I, I don't I don't know how to quantify it, but it's basically a different like teaching kids to do things themselves, I guess, like how to right. be independent. Uh, and one of the things is like you have to let them learn by themselves, like how to crawl downstairs. You have to learn, let them learn by themselves. But Ben has fallen down the stairs three times already. <laughs> Luckily, oh, we just no. have like two little stairs onto a landing. So yeah. it's not like he's falling a long way, but like. He will. He'll just walk over forward and try and take a step off. Oh, and I have to catch man. him every time. I'm like, how am I supposed to let this child learn himself when he literally right. walks over and tries to just walk straight off? Uh, oh, Ben. I don't. It's a, it, you know, stairs is a whole different ballgame. I remember when we went, um, we went to a family trip in April to Hocking Hills and Cora oh, yeah. was doing stairs. Like she was crawling up the stairs and that like terrified me. So I'm like, you're going to fall down the stairs. Like I think based on her falling down the stairs here. And, uh, 
And like now she just does the stairs. Like she comes up and down these stairs all the time. And I'm like, at what point did I say, yeah, you're fine? Just and like, did it. you say you can just do it? Yeah. Like it just happened and we were all okay with it. And I'm still terrified, but I'm like, good luck. You're, I mean, she's bracing herself against the wall with her hand. She knows her balance. So like she's got it, but I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. Ah. That's a great point. I don't know. It just kind of happens, too. I don't think you ever put a conscious effort into, like, hey, you're safe enough at this activity now that you can do it. And I think, like, like Ben walking. That's probably my most recent one. But, like, what you don't realize when they're learning how to walk is, like, you follow them everywhere when they walk because they're super unstable. They fall down all the time. They fall forward all the time or backwards or they bump their head into the wall or something like that. You're following your kids all the time when they learn how to walk. But then eventually they walk away and you just don't follow them. And you're like, yeah. Oh, oh, look, they're walking. Like (laughs) I would even go as far to say like there's two stages to kids walking when they take their first steps. Right. And then when they're actually like walking by themselves yeah. away from you and doing their own thing. Yeah. That's like when they're really that that's when you're like, oh, now you're a walker. Like you walk yeah. now. Yeah. And independent and getting into everything. Well, um, I guess we'll wrap it all up and say, like, we don't have any advice for you. There's no advice. It it happens. Um, you know, everybody probably sues their kid differently. Um I think I'm an over like hugger when Cora gets hurt. Like I'm very much like, Oh my God, like, let me like hold you. Let me kiss your head or your hand or whatever. Yeah. And, and you know, let me coddle you. Um, I probably need to back off a little bit. Katie and I are Katie's the coddler. I'm the, Hey, you're all right. Yeah. I guess it depends on the situation. Most of the time, I'm like, if it's if it's really bad, I usually I'm like, oh my god, like, are you okay? Let me check your arms. Let me check your fingers. Like, sure. let me check this and that. Uh, let me just like snuggle you and and make it better. And Kayla's kind of the same way. Like, we're pretty similar in that. I almost let this whole episode go without telling you my most dad trait of all time. What's that? When Ben wipes out forwards, I yeah. immediately go safe every single time. <laughs> every single time. Could have fallen uh, downstairs. No. I'm probably still gonna go safe. Like <laughs> knock out four teeth. At least he was safe. At least he was safe. That's funny. Every time she usually like takes a tumble that doesn't hurt, I'm like, what'd you learn? <laughs> like, That's pretty good. What'd you step off of? What'd you hit? Like, what'd you learn? Are you getting better every time? Yeah. Oh man, kids. They get hurt and we just gotta live in- with it. I I now understand where my gray hairs are going to come from. So I learned that this weekend. That's where my gray hairs are coming. <laughs> At least you're going to have gray hairs. I'm not going to have any hairs. Fair. Uh, yeah. You can rock the you can rock the bald beard look now though. You're a beard guy. We can try. I'm beard guy, I'm a hat guy. See? There it is. There it is. Uh, all right. What do you say we let these people go? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for hanging out with us again. We really appreciate it. Um appreciate every listen and uh you know thanks to planet ant for having us on their podcast network go check out the other podcasts they got there's some good stuff out there um and uh and yeah thank you so much and hey if you haven't already go like uh give us a subscribe a review a like tell one person yeah just like one just tell one person asking just tell one person it would be a christmas miracle for us if you did and a good christmas present that's true you want to get us something 
get us one other person to listen to this podcast. Just one. Well, that's a great Christmas present. That's, that's the best Christmas present I could ask for. Yeah. And if you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook at Big Dead Energy, which does some pretty cool. Uh, Facebook's been been putting our podcast in there like uh, every time it comes out. So the minute it gets released, you can uh, you can have it on Facebook. So go and uh, go and find it there. So thank you again for listening. We uh, we appreciate you guys coming back every week and uh, we look forward to doing many more. So for both of us, I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. And remember, click your tongues twice before you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.